We we got some SEO Whee! flavor. That's search engine optimization. Oh, we girl. We got we got Dan Kurtz coming on. DanKurtz.org. That's K-U-R-T-Z dot org. Because he's an organization. Is it dot org? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. Uh, Sweat Equity Podcast and streaming show, Pragmatic Entrepreneurial Advice with Real Raw Dog Talk. No, it's not. Real Raw Business. Real, real talk business. Raw business talk. Hello? Uh, what? Go to sweatequitypod.com. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Go on there, subscribe, rate, review. That's the cheat code that gets us up the business charts. We want to be in those business charts because we don't belong there. This episode of Sweat Equity is brought to you by over 2020's Lux Best Lux My- Magazine, Holy Best shit, Small Medium Business Enterprise, uh, sponsored by Lux or other. Global Magazine in the world. We're one of the best podcasts in the world. That's basically all you need to know. This episode of Sweat Equity is brought to you by Grasshopper. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat like key sweat. Ooh, baby. Gets you $75 off an annual plan. Grasshopper, a business phone line. Entrepreneur's app for a business phone line. Don't have Google Voice because you can't put ads to it eventually. You can't market a Google Voice number. Do you know that? I did, but Go- I've heard this ad a thousand Google- times. Did you know that? But Google don't like that. They just want you to use Google Voice for free. Get your freak flag on. But if you go to try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat, You'll get $75 off an annual plan, which is another business phone line. You don't need two cell phones like a drug dealer in the 90s. You can have another app with a business phone line that ports right into your phone line for $75 off an annual plan. That's trygrasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Let's get this party started. Howdy daddy. What about my sweat equity? Sweat equity. Sweat, 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 sweat equity. My sweat equity. Dan, why don't you give everybody your, your, where, where to go, where to find you, your plugs, if we were on a, a late night show. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, we're, oh, okay. we're rolling. We're rolling, man. We. Oh, you guys are recording. Yeah, yeah. We. Uh, sorry, we didn't let you. Yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> All good. We're a professional podcast. Solid. Yeah. Um, you guys can find me on dankurtz.org. It's my personal site. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Dan Kurtz. Um, if you go to my personal site, all my social handles are hooked up to it. So wherever you want to chat with me, that's where I am. And that's K U R T Z, right? Yep. Dan yep. Kurtz. If anybody's trying to spell Got it, it. listening. You know, and don't look at the show notes that are in there. I'm going to spell it wrong on purpose now. Um, so we've had you on before. If anybody's listening that didn't hear you before, go back, listen to that episode. But I'm going to make you backtrack a little bit uh, and answer the question you get probably all the time from people in your family um, or uh, uh, friends you might run into that you knew back in the day. What is SEO? Can you sure. explain it? What is it? Uh, sure. I don't. I don't know what it is. I hear it all the time. Uh-huh. I heard you need it. I heard you need it for a business. Sure. I don't. I don't know what kind of question you get. Like I get like, if you're a comedian, you're gonna get tell me a joke, and you're like, no, and then you're kind of an ass. So I, I assume you get what is SEO a lot, right? Yep. 
Sure do. So SEO for the uninitiated is basically telling Google what it wants to know and giving your website more favor than other people in your space. That's really all it is. So when somebody does a search, if your website answers that question, Google puts you up at the top. Yeah. And so, and the incentive, uh, Google wants everybody to be content creators, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I, I've been explaining it lately. Like if you have a blog and you meet the certain criteria, say you have 500 words or more and you're doing that blog for your business, your personal brand, you do that once a week. That's going to be pretty good as far as it's not going to be, you're not going to end up on the first page immediately. Um, but if you do it consistently and you do it with the keywords you want to be found for uh, in, in these, in these blog posts, that's a lot of the game for a lot of people. That's right. what I tell them. And in yeah. a way though, <laughs> there's the part where Google wants to be a good business and they have, you know, they want it to make sense when you search something for it to pop up and then correctly show the right thing. So like on their end, you know, they can then sell ads that are, you know, more higher quality, I guess you could say, you know, so like there's that end to it too. Right. right Dan, I might be wrong. No, you're right. So thinking about it, <clears throat> removing all the technical nonsense from it and all the other stuff at the end of the day, Google is a search engine, but their main focus is as an advertising engine. So unless there's good content, they can't show good ads. So the whole purpose of Google having a search engine is to terminate that search. And if your content, blog post, video, podcast, whatever, does that, they reward you with showing up at the top. What does terminate the search mean? It means somebody's not going four or five pages deep looking for it. They're not bouncing back and looking someplace else. Ah. Like they come to your site and they're like, oh, here's all the information I want. Freaking awesome. I can stay here, put in my email address, get the info I want close a sale, whatever it is, whatever action you're trying to have somebody take, if your website fulfills that need and stops that transaction right there, they give you all the brownie points. So on the technical side, how do you explain that to, to dopes like me? Sure. So the easiest way to think of it, and I've been using this analogy a lot, is your website is kind of like a kingdom or like a fortress, thinking like StarCraft, WarCraft, old school games. Like you got to build your foundation. You got to put all your pillars up and the pillars are your content, but you also got to have your, your, how do I put this? Basically like your, um, your disciples or whatever, like think of it like the conquistadors back in the old day, they have to go out and spread the word of whatever it is you do. So you got to put it on like social, different blogs, uh, podcasts, different types of multimedia to get people to find you where they hang out. So posting to your website is awesome, but there's that extra step of like putting your stuff out there where it's relevant like going and finding a Reddit on subreddit about what it is you do or whatever, post a link there, say, Hey, I just wrote this up. Can you guys give me your opinion on it? And you'll get a bunch of traffic to your site. And traffic uh, eventually equals cash at some point, either right. you're generating leads. I usually break down websites into kind of three parts. You're either uh, your lead gen uh, situation. You're a, <clears throat> you're an e-commerce platform of some sort uh, where you're transacting right there typically, or, um, or you're, you know, um, what used to be a bigger deal back in the day, you're kind of a media site, you're a blog, uh, you're something that has advertising on it. So I, right. I usually kind of break, that's my Neapolitan ice cream of explaining mm -hmm. like most websites for businesses. Is that, that fair to kind of say? 
Yep, absolutely. Um, and so I would always explain it at some point, traffic needs to be part of your plan. And this audience we're speaking to for this show is kind of like, there's a lot of people that want to do their own thing. This part gets really confusing. That's why I'm mm-hmm. kind of starting at square one for a lot of it and trying not to overlap some of the stuff we asked you last time. Uh, yeah. If anybody wants to go back and listen to that one. Um, but you're, you're the expert. You're one of the funnier people I follow online that talks about the digital game. Uh, Cause I, that's why I was like, we got to have you back on. Cause if we're anything, as far as a brand message or brand voice, it's very tongue in cheek and we very much want to have real talk about a lot of this stuff. And it's not in the business world. It's especially digital marketing. It's very like, it's, it's very uh, the digital marketers that really do their own vlogs and stuff or try to reach out about teaching this stuff are either way too confusing or way too like in their own head about how great they are. And it annoys me and I can't watch it. And then there's, you know, uh, there's the broader business people that are just motivational and don't give any advice. And so I like that you're, you're always kind of uh, tongue in cheek when you're putting stuff out there, you're, you're doing, you do a lot of humble brags, but I get why, because no one will know the problem with digital marketing and and just let's use that as an umbrella term. SEO is one part of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's uh, (laughs) you have to do that to to no one else will know that's the that's the hard part about doing digital marketing is you have to brag about the stuff you've done and you have to do it recently you can't talk about something that happened four years ago so it needs to be recent right because it needs to be relevant uh and you have to do it constantly but you do it in a fun way where you're like hey i got (laughs) i got this client on you know this much traffic in one month you know what can you do kind of thing yeah well, because the thing is, and the biggest problem in the space, and I'm sure you've seen it as well, is that all these guys go with the, oh, buy my course for a thousand bucks or do this or do that, whatever it is. And they're just trying to get you enrolled in whatever the course is where they learn from somebody else for a thousand bucks how to do the same thing. They just took the material and re-recorded it. There's no original thought <laughs> with a lot of their stuff. They're just like, oh. I didn't even well, think I, about that. <laughs> yeah. Of they're course just like, you can oh, do that. <laughs> I, I white label what, really? from this company or I white label from that company. I mean, I never really whatever. thought I, cause I, I, I had that mental hurdle of like, if I ever did that, like uh, the previous episode, we talked about productizing your IP. I have, the, I have to get over the imposter syndrome part of it before I could even think of doing something like that. And I didn't even think of people scamming, that? scamming that, you know? Oh like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's but it's rampant. almost like trying to cheat on a test in middle school or something, and you do more work to cheat on the test than if you just studied. Yeah, and created like they, kind of your own course. Yeah, you're sitting there like writing all the answers down on a piece of paper and stuffing them in your sweatshirt and whatever. Right, trying to just pull them out as you're reading. Like that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, Dan, how does uh, social media and SEO? How do they talk? I'm, I don't know how that works. I'm curious, like. Does your sure. social media matter when it comes to like Google SEO? It does. Um, so Google does take social media into account. Um, so the big ones that they usually look at are Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Those are like the big four. They look at the other ones as well, but those are the ones where people are the most active, they have the biggest user base. And Google, of course, always wants a slice of that traffic. Um, so things you can do is like there's um, a paid software you can hook up called Missing Letter. You hook that up to your website and it'll automatically go to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and I think Instagram with automated posts for a full year. 
on social media. So your content, oh, wow. yeah. So your content uh, posting schedule is taken care of, and then you can just go about interacting how you normally would on Facebook or any of the other platforms and not worry about it. So long as you have a year's worth of content sitting around ready to go. Uh, oh no. So it'll take that one post and then schedule it out for 12 months. So it'll say like, Hey, two weeks from now, we're going to make another post about it a month from now, two months from now, four months from now. So it'll continue to cycle that content for a full year. So as you keep making more content, it'll do a full one year campaign for that one post. Oh. Interesting. See, yeah. this is the pragmatic That's good. stuff we love. Yeah, send me that link. So, does it do it in a different iteration, or is it like if someone was following me diligently, would they see the same post for the whole twelve months, kind of thing? Well, it would be cycled in with whatever your regular posts are. So, as long as you're active and being you, it'll yeah. still pepper those in whenever it thinks it's a good idea. Twelve posts in one year, all <laughs> right. exactly the same. What yeah. about what about Google My Business? I, I try to tell everybody. You might as well be active on there if you have anything that has to do with your business or brand as a post. A lot of people think they need an address to have a brand page. They don't. Uh, Google is what, 94, 96% of all organic search, right? For the Uh, most part, yeah. With all the properties they own. I've got, I've got, I want to, I'm going to put a pin in that, but I definitely want to circle back to that. Uh, The, but if Google comes out with a product, even when it was Google Plus, they had their own social. Yeah, uh, I remember Google Plus. Them and Amazon, mm-hmm. they, they take a lot of, they throw a lot of spaghetti on the wall going, we can do that too. Yeah, and it's not as good usually uh, mm-hmm. on some things. But um, Google My Business, if you are a local business, especially, you should be on there and you should be actively trying to get reviews there because that seems, if you're a local business, that's number one. 100%. Right? You're an auto body repair shop. You're uh, a painter. Uh, you're, you know, office uh you know, office property manager kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. all those kind of lo- very hyper local businesses, lawyers, dentists, doctor, all professional services, especially. Absolutely. So think of it this way. Google My Business is a social media platform for Google for you to talk about your business. Right. So if you so if you go in there and you're, met, you're the only guy, let's say you're an attorney in Tampa or wherever you are, and you're the only one who's posting about cases that you've won or people that you've helped or you know, your company history, whatever, all of that stuff gets indexed in Google as a blog post. So that counts as content creation. And because it's on Google's platform and Google's narcissistic, they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, well, you're the only one in the area who's actually making regular posts. So you're the one who's the most active in the local community. So we're going to give you priority. So the long-term tip is if Google comes out with something that looks like it could incentivize like that, like, hey, Google my business used to just be attached to kind of Google Maps. Right. And then mm-hmm. they were like, hey, you can post on that. I'm sure a lot of people listening don't even know that. You yeah. know, that you, they have the social aspect to it. It's only been around mm-hmm. like two years or something. But It's like when a teacher tells you to write something down, that's going to be on the test. That's, yeah. Yep. Uh, so if they to, come out with piggy- something, do it. Yeah. So to piggyback off of that, missing letter also integrates with Google My Business. So your blog post can go there too. Nice. Nice. So that'll take care of your content posting there as well. So then you put sprinkle in your regular coupons, COVID updates, whatever you have going on. And now you've got a full marketing strategy without lifting a finger. That's pretty gangster. Yeah. This so, is why I like having you on. So that'll, will it push it out to social media platforms individually, like social yeah. pilot or something like that does? Yeah, pretty much. So you can actually um, create the hashtags, the, the, um, the description of the content that you want. It'll also come up with its own based on what you typed in. So like it'll figure out what the trending hashtags are for the content oh, that man. you wrote. 
Really? Yeah. How much is this? Like nine bucks a month at the lowest. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it does it's... the publishing part and and it'll give you the research part. Yeah, publishing scheduling. It also has its own link tracker, so it'll track clicks from whatever social platform to your website. It integrates with your analytics, so you can get full data back on your social. Bye bye, like Social it's... Pilot. Bye. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, like an ad for missing letter, for sure. Good. Now you, all right, don't get sucked into that. Yeah, I'm not. You're just I'm just gonna look at it a bunch. I'll try not to dangle too many carrots while we're talking. No, 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 no. no. Dangle <laughs> it's, it's my ADD. Uh, what's it called? Any any other tools like that you can kind of throw out for any neophyte that's trying to do their own thing with the SEO game. Sure. Um, so an easy one is if you're writing your own content, if you're a blogger, um, you can grab a tool called Vidnami, which will take the text that you type in and turn it into a video that you can upload to YouTube or any of the other video platforms. So it does it in the TikTok format, the Instagram story format, Facebook format. Um, and then it has like digitized voice or you can record your own voiceovers, whatever you want to do. But that'll give you videos that you can put out on YouTube with the same piece of content. Oh. Yeah, Vidnami, V-I-D-A, or N-A-M-I. Um, yep. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I see a lot of people do that with their, their podcasts, with the uh, a lot of, like, uh, audio wave kind of animation. <laughs> yeah, um, right. And I'm just like, why don't it's you video. just video it? <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But I, I get it, you know. Uh, not everybody loves their podcasts like we love our own. Maybe. Yeah. Um, what about what else? Uh, what other tools, resources? Like I listen to, I'll I'll check into Neil Patel's uh, podcast because it's seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Every now and again, I'll get something like, you know, what you can do. Like it, it kind of. I need. How about this? What are good things like that? Like people I can uh, uh, either follow or get their RSS feed for uh, good information on a continual basis. Because like Neil Patel's is really good. I don't love the podcast as a podcast, but information wise, it's very good. Like he was saying, if you do, if you do like a poll on LinkedIn or, or Facebook, you can eventually use that poll as a blog post, as a a research murder trial, as legit research, which gets you up the ranking for that post. Ah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something to take into account as you start building things up is use your audience to have your audience tell you what they want to listen to or what they want to, what content they want to consume, then go make it. Yeah. And that's the easiest way to do it. And then just be like, Hey, you guys mind sharing it on social? Now you got a bunch of social media follows on your post and you didn't do any additional work except ask a question first. Yeah. So you can, you can almost commoditize a a poll question that seems silly, right? Yeah. To your audience. Depends on what the question is. And then you turn it into like, you can take it and turn it into like top five things you need to know about podcasting, whatever it is. And then you just boom, 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 cover the top five answers that people gave. Um, any, so yeah, who are, who are like the knowledge, uh, knowledge, like continue to churn out good knowledge like that. Like for Facebook ads, I tell everybody follow John Loomer. He'll, he does everything very basically like square mm-hmm. one all the way to advanced. Uh, you're doing, you're doing the one one stuff for us right now on the show. But yep. if anybody needs to hire you, uh, it's easy for experts to give out the, the smaller stuff, the free stuff, because mm-hmm. you can execute it. But once you get to the real shit, that's when you need to call Dan. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, what's, you know, you get a little cocaine taste, you know, a little, uh, little taste. Yeah. Make sure it's not baby laxative in there. Uh, exactly. 
get you hooked, get the kids hooked, like cigarettes. But so what are some other like resources we could follow or that you enjoy? Doesn't have to be knowledgeable a hundred percent, but. Um, so one of the guys that I've always looked up to in the space, as far as marketing is concerned, is a guy by the name of Matthew Woodward. Um, he started his blog back in 2011, 2012 as a case study. And then every month that he was posting content, he would do an income report based on the content he was posting. So the blog was hundred percent transparent front to back. So he would go and write content and say, okay, well, here's, here's the post I did this month. Here's how much revenue it brought me. And can you make money? Can you make money online? Just blogging. And continued that up until I think 2018, 2019, and then killed the project. Hmm. But all the resources God, were there. It was the project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> killed himself. He got COVID. Uh, yeah, he went out of business. <laughs> but, uh, not so good. Yeah, but he's got a ton of stuff. He's got a YouTube channel full of stuff. He doesn't really do podcasts, but he's got video content. He's got a blog full of stuff. If you type in a software or a program for marketing or SEO, chances are he's got a post about it. Um, but he's got some really unique ways that he does stuff, um, custom scripts, templates, more of the technical side, but it gives you a lot of good value. Um, any, any others? I wanna, I wanna, <laughs> Did you prepare at all? No, I got what some, else? No, I got some stuff. Well, I, I just, uh, just want to make sure. I, I, look, this is self-serving too. I want to know. I want to know some of the stuff. Uh, it's like 15 minutes before we started. I got it. Law's like, I'm going to go for a run right, in the neighborhood. And yeah, I'm like, what? I'm, I'm super sweaty. I need to clear takes, my brain. He takes off. He's like, I'm going to come. I got to yeah. think of questions. I got like, All right, cool. That's how I, that's how I pre-pro. I just want to make sure. Some t- we like giving Any out else? resources. How many times has that come up? Uh, okay. What well, else? He may have had another example. <laughs> I just I, wanted to I be thorough. Sure. Um, so sure. here's my thing. Uh, here's what I wanted to get back to. So Google runs 94, 96%. I, I always foot that number of organic search. Do you, I, and I, always, I don't want to get too conspiracy theory-esque, but does that bother you in the sense that they control information, right? They do to an extent. Right. So here's the, here's the fun part. Google controls a lot of organic traffic, but think of all the other places online that you could hang out whether it's Facebook, you know, there's people that just run Facebook ads. You've got your LinkedIn experts, you got your Instagram experts. And then think back to years and years and years ago, like when Google was just kind of in startup, where'd you go for information? Blogs, bulletin boards, forums, you know, things like that. If Angel you think about fire. it, yeah. like, yeah. So like the number, mm-hmm. the number one site on the internet right now, as far as like the front page of the internet is Reddit. And that's a giant forum. That's all Reddit is. It's a forum. Right. People share links and then they comment in threads. That is the largest source of traffic on the internet that you don't have to try an SEO. You could go in there, build up some knowledge, hang out with people, get your karma points up. Karma is like how they have their user score or whatever. You get your knowledge up in there, hang out with people and then say, yo, I saw this post that this guy did on his website. What, you know, what's your opinion on it? Now you've got 4,300 people flooding your website because that thread got upvoted to the top. Hmm. So you can do stuff like that really easily. Um, so, but in terms of, of misinformation, disinformation era that we've kind of been in, let's say it's kind of come to the public zeitgeist a bit more, uh, yeah. uh, thanks to Big Daddy Donnie T, uh, mm-hmm. our, our former president. Um, <laughs> your favorite? You your know, favorite. I love. You're him. always <laughs> talking about him. He's so cool. Um, <laughs> like I just love going to my liberal friends at a table, just going. Isn't, wasn't Donald Trump pretty awesome? And then just walk away and just be like, God, what an asshole. 
<laughs> just to see what they how they react to it. It's a good Rorschach test. Yeah, uh, nobody knows what table you're talking about. What like a brunch table? I, like my, you know, a bunch a of brunch friends, table. Yeah, ruin somebody's Sunday. Yeah, just to poke the bear. It's you fun. know, Grandpa's not allowed to talk you know, about that. Right? You know, if you're hanging out with me at brunch, it's gonna. I'm gonna bring up. I can't get to small talk. We're gonna go right past that. Just medium. <laughs> yeah, maybe have yeah, violent talk. <laughs> maybe I don't get invited back. I haven't been to brunch in a while. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they blame COVID on that, but I don't. I don't know. I still see them out on instagram uh brunch ruiner so uh so you it doesn't it doesn't frighten you as much that one entity i it almost seems like you can if if government understood how much control they have on uh search i would almost think if they would call it a monopoly Dan's not worried because he knows how it actually works. That's yeah. a, I know. I'm giving I'm giving the extreme opinion so he can yeah. he can ah, of he can tell me why I'm wrong. Ah. No, you're good. So Google owns a bunch of stuff. Obviously, they got YouTube, they got Drive, they got Gmail, they've got all the other stuff. They own Blogger. They're partners in Medium. Um, they've got if you go look at Google Ventures, gv.com, they own like part of like 200 companies including like uber and a bunch of other ones right that they basically just like pump money into and then they go ahead and like change things up so like for example whenever you go look for a product you'll see amazon's always the first one to pop up and that's because amazon pays google billions of dollars to make sure that they get that slot so they make their margin Mm -hmm. so there's that to take into consideration but that's that's big big boy money um as far as monopolizing search though is like I was saying before, you can route traffic from wherever you want on the internet. It doesn't just have to be Google. Like SEO is a part of marketing, but it's not the only thing. You've got your page, you've got video. There's all sorts of platforms you can post to. Um, if you want to find where people are talking about what you're doing, there's a service called Awario with Wario with an A in front of it. You plug in your social handles and you plug in basically whatever it is that your business does. It'll go out on the internet and listen for you and go find people having those conversations, pull them back into the dashboard and allow you to respond in real time to those people. Whoa. Hmm. So you can completely circumvent Google and SEO if you don't want to go that route just by plugging in your handles and just let it run. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just uh, indexing everything, right? Just constantly. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, um, so that none of that scares you from. Yeah, I'm Aren't gonna you scared Dan. Just Are you afraid? Scared too, so he moves on. No, <laughs> no, I just, it's it's kind of a big I discussion know. going on in the in the digital marketing world. That's all. Yeah, for sure, and and you know, there's always going to be people that say, "Oh, Google has a monopoly," or "Google does this," or "Google does that," or you know, for example, a client will come to me or somebody that wants to be a client. Oh, Google did this to my site or whatever, and I'll go ahead and pop the hood and look at their data. I'm like, no, you tried to game the system and they slapped you on the hand and told you no. You know, they don't necessarily do that as long as you're not trying to manipulate their system. Like if you're doing black hat stuff like cloaking and doorway pages, like there's a whole back end to SEO that's just people trying to game Google and make a buck. Yeah, that was a bigger deal back in the day for sure. Yeah, so it's like you said earlier, like we've, we've entered the deformation age of data. Like it's just now being manipulated and regurgitated and pushed back out. Um, but with what Google's doing, they're still trying to keep the algorithm somewhat intact because remember that's their moneymaker. Okay. They can't serve ads if they don't have searches. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's integrated SEO is one, one piece of that trivial pursuit pie of digital marketing, you know, paid another part, um, 
uh, da, 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 you know, social media is kind of in between both. I, mm-hmm. I always kind of put it. Email's still big. If you have a good email list, uh, you got to have content to be able to push out, like video or a blog post or a podcast or something. Yeah. Uh, so you need those vehicles to to be able to publish on on uh, your site and other places. Um, what uh, what do you see as trends coming up? That what I guess I want to know what makes you mad because I like some of the posts you have, and, <laughs> and I like because you're like a uh, um, friend of the program, Adam Carpernick, uh, Kaper Carpiac, Carpiac, yes. Uh, who on LinkedIn's the funniest guy? He's funnier than almost all the comics I follow on Twitter. <laughs> like he's funny for his like HR recruiting kind of niche but he's really funny about it. Like really, really funny as far as being witty and always having something every day. That's pretty good. Uh, but you're, you're not too far behind. I see a lot of your stuff coming up. Not as good, but you're getting there. Oh, you're getting there. <laughs> we'll punch up some stuff for you. No, uh, Perfect. but no, you don't, I don't think you want us to punch up anything. Uh, <laughs> it'll end up get getting back to dick. This. Right. Yeah. It'll be like, uh, how's your gooch looking in your search? Um, <laughs> Google image, my taint, bro. Uh, there it is. So, <laughs> uh, so what, what makes you angry about uh, kind of getting this information out there? It feels like I, I, what I used to have a bug up my ass when I had the full service agency was there's so many fake uh, people that are selling marketing or digital marketing uh, and they don't do it. And the deal with SEO is, you won't know for four to six months whether they're actually doing what they're doing a lot right. of the time, unless exactly. you really open the hood, which is the laptop and ask them, you know, what, what are you doing? Show me, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's, that's a huge one is a lot of the technical stuff that goes into it. So my pet peeves are the people that I go and look at what they're selling. I'm like, Oh, go and I'll copy their sales page type it into Google and there's 35 other sites that have the exact same sales letter because they bought it from a course, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, so they're all selling the same product. They're all using the same backend fulfillment company, whether it's eBrands or some of the other ones, there's a ton out there and they're just white labeling. They don't do any of the work. They don't have anybody in house that knows what's going on. And basically it just, it creates a disservice to the client. Like sure. Scaling as a white label is great. If you're in a business to be in the business, like if you want to start an agency and you want to be successful, sure. Start with white label and get your bearings and then start bringing that team in house. Mm-hmm. Like relying on Vendasta until you reach a hundred million dollars a year is not a strategy. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it, to me, it was just, uh, unethical. It, uh, I have a weird integrity thing with the digital marketing and like a lot of website companies would rip off people and piss me off. And, okay. and we were always a rebound boyfriend agency mm-hmm you know, someone that got churned somewhere else by someone that's good on the business development side. I always called them business development marketers. Like they're good on that side. I wasn't, uh, but like uh, we were doing the work, which would make me mad. And I think that's the, the same thing that drives you to be a little cutting online. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, you know, you see so many of these businesses get jilted because somebody went and sold a website for 399 bucks and they got it outsourced and all this other sort of stuff. And they're like, this is great. And I'll go look at the website and just like look at speed and performance on it. I'm like, your website takes a minute to load on mobile. Right. Average person on mobile is going to wait about four seconds before they back out. If your page isn't loaded with their credit card in hand, you are losing out. Yeah. I used to just go to tools.pingdom.com and just show them 
in yep. the time and go, look, this is a third party. This isn't even Google. Like, yeah. this is legit. And Probably sprinkling like, oh. some kind of Asian joke in there, but what's that? that you would probably <laughs> squeeze in some sort of Asian joke For on Jules ping, Pingdom. Pingdom? Mm-hmm. Or'd you do it? Have I? Man, I'm a hack. I know. Past me was a hack. Uh, what? So, anything else that that's on your mind about this world? Uh, I, how? How do? If I'm a business owner, small business owner, how do I not get ripped off by an SEO company? So they should be able to provide you metrics. They should be able to clearly define what you're going to receive. Like, for example, some of the stuff that we do with clients, we say, okay, here's what we're going after. Here's what we're going to focus on on your website. Here's exactly what you can expect through utilizing our AI technology. You know, this is exactly what it does. It's worked in, you know, I've been testing it over the past year and a half. Um, We put up 10 million pages online. We've never had anybody have less than acceptable results, period. Um, you know, it does the work, it does the inputs, and then we let it rip and, and do what it's supposed to do. Um, and it just does it. So we've had clients jump up, um, like right now I'm working with a real estate client, they're national. Um, they went from having like 75 keywords about six months ago, we're sitting on 650 right now. We made two additional blog posts. I love it. Yeah. You didn't like even just, see your head swag when you did it, but you're like, yeah, you two, two blog posts, <laughs> no brother. biggie. Like you just dunked on someone. I love it. Yeah. Like it's just, it's a matter of knowing how to do the thing the right way. And the problem is, is everybody's used to this push button. People tend to treat SEO like it's a factory job, you know, do this, get links, build content, and just do this, this process, go through the motions, go through the numbers, get the the client payment every month and just tell them, oh, we're waiting. Oh, we're waiting, you know, for results to come in. And then six months later, they don't have any results and they've already renewed for another 12 month contract because your sales guy pushed them. Right. Yeah. That it's disgusting. Uh, it's, it's a tech gap. Uh, it's a tech educational gap. It's, you know, the, a lot of people that are owning businesses that are uh, called over 50 definitely don't have, don't even want to talk about it most of the time. Uh, and then you explain it to them and then, a lot of them used to be boomerang clients. They come back because they'd be like, uh, we should have, we should have gone with y'all, uh, over yeah. this one that just called us up out of the blue. And we went with them. I'm like, they called you and you went with them. Ah, <laughs> you were on a leads list. You didn't even know it. Um, yeah. well, uh, before we go too long, is there anything else you want to get out there? Cause we, we like to end, we never asked you this the first time around. Uh, we'll ask you, uh, what advice could, would you give your 13 year old self? But yeah. if there's anything before that, before we get to that question, uh, if you got anything to promote, plug, before we forget. Uh, not really. Um, working on building an online marketing community that's going to be filled with um, actual courses, over-the-shoulder training of how I do what I do. Um, so taking somebody from zero to building their business up within 12 months, um, every step of the way, full over-the-shoulder training, marketing, SEO, paid traffic, how to build the website, how to craft an offer, how to do what they do specifically working in a one-on-one environment. Um, and then there's going to be other courses for people who like just want to learn ads or just want to learn how to monetize on social um, that somebody could go in and grab and just take the course and go run and execute. Where, where are you going to put that? A Facebook group? Uh, no. So it's actually, I'm building a full community from scratch. So it's going to be a website Ooh. along with a mobile app. Put us wow. on the list. I definitely, yeah. I definitely want to be on that. Yeah, we'll do. We'll take um, the course and talk about it. Do give you a bunch of material to spit out there. 
for sure. mean, we're down to do it for sure. And also one thing we've been, out. we've been meaning to do is have more community marketing, which is a whole other, maybe a whole other episode for you. But, uh, you know, Facebook groups are big for uh, marketing to your fan base and growing that like Reddit is another that you're talking about mm-hmm. uh, Slack. I, I sat too long trying to figure out what's the best one to really put a lot of energy into your and, best one. And your best one's going to be discord. Really? Interesting. Yeah. The reason why is because you can separate the channels. It's free. It's unlimited users. Um, And on top of that, there are apps and programs you can install that you can have a paid membership channel specific to certain clients or people that you work with or whatever. And you can have them basically check out via Stripe and then the bot automatically adds to the channel. When they cancel, they get access removed. You don't have to pay attention. Now we just have to figure out a premium. That That means we got to do more stuff. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Um, so yeah, what advice would you give your 13 year old self? Do more faster and fail harder. Do more faster and fail. What, can you give us kind of example? Sure. So I've been doing technology, computer stuff since I was a kid, um, playing with different things, figuring out how to build machines, all that sort of stuff, which finally led me down the route I'm on now. Um, so my advice to me would be keep doing what you're doing, but try and break stuff a lot quicker. It's just, you'll, you'll get to that point a lot faster. You'll have a lot more, you know, after years of doing SEO and, and marketing and stuff, the faster you can get to, oh no, I fucked up is the point where you can go, okay, cool. We found another way to not make a light bulb. Let's try and run it this way. Yeah. I, I think a lot of, I would say the general uh, advice, if there's like a, if there's a kind of, um, a motif or a mantra to most people's advice to themselves as guests, it's uh, not getting in their own way a lot of the time by overthinking. Yeah. I'd kind of put that, if we were doing family food, I'd put that in that bucket. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's one of those pull the trigger, do the thing, see what happens. Yeah. So you, you were perfectionist on and or fair or scared to fail. Like I used to be, uh, I used to have fear of failure. Uh, yeah. And, and that's the same th- problem with every business owner. So like, oh my God, do I pull the trigger on this? And the best advice I, that I could give myself is fail faster. Fail faster. Just speak- fail faster. Interesting. I like that. I can do that. Well, I appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, and, you know, let us know if you ever want to come back on. Talk. Yeah. Chew the cud. I know, yeah, I'm a, I know I'm a great interviewer. I've got a lot more questions. You do? Sure. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Well, I mean, you, you didn't you didn't go I didn't for a jog go for with a me. jog before, and that's a problem. Well, we'll have to go on a man jog, a real I'll man give, jog right before, real sweaty. Well, yeah. Mm. I'll give you guys one more thing that I'm noticing in the industry right now, um, which is making things difficult for a lot of marketers. Is Facebook is having a problem with the iOS rollout right now with that ad blocking privacy thing. And Google's having the same problem. The cost for ads and acquisitions is starting to skyrocket. It's starting to climb up. Right now, I think the data was 94% of all iOS 14 users have the app, uh, the ad tracking turned off on their phone. And it's one of the, the biggest selling phones right now. So all those people are not being able to be targeted, pixeled, cookied, any of that stuff. Google's going back to first-party data. So they're actually going to put a third-party cookie blocker in Chrome in 2021. Yeah, that's a big deal. Uh, so things like that. So uh, I'm having a lot of clients right now that are leaving the paid ads community and coming to me to recoup the traffic investment by doing SEO. Well, let's do a part two in a month and you can get the questions you got. And I I got a lot more questions about that uh, as well. And I think more of the dust will settle. 
a little yeah. bit because this just started a month ago, right? Of the yeah. ask to app not to track kind of thing. Yep. Um, yeah, but it's it's been happening on Facebook for a couple months now. There's a lot of uh, ad agencies getting their accounts disapproved, turned off, stuff like that. I know people that are just Facebook ads agencies that have closed up shop overnight because Facebook just said no. Yeah, and that's why I never liked the margin on the ad spend as a uh, payment because a lot of people would do that. The business development kind of ad agencies, they put a margin on your ad spend uh, and go, okay, that's our fee, which it makes a lot of sense if you're you're decent at what you're doing or you're white labeling it, white adding it, whatever. Uh, for people that are good, you know, in the Philippines, you found someone, whatever, because uh, your ad spend is going to increase. So thus your commission increases, but it, there's too many, I always thought there's too many external variables and that you might as well just do a flat fee because it's going to be the same amount of work. Exactly. Yeah. So when I was doing ads, I used to do it one of two ways. It was either pay for performance or it was pay per lead. Yeah. Just because if I'm delivering you business and we can verify that it's a qualified lead and you guys are handling it, then I should get paid based on that, not on the fact that I did the ads right and whatever's left over is what I can buy at Starbucks. You know? Well, you're one of the good brave. ones. Yeah. Very brave. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. I love it. Exactly. All right, buddy. We'll have, we'll we'll reschedule you in a month or uh, schedule you again in a month, and we'll we'll do a part two. Reschedule works. That's what right. A word means. Thanks, All right, man. All right. Buddy. You got it, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>